Praise the Lord, it's chat time again. Yes, praise the Lord, it is chat time again. Now this week we will continue to discuss current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. Um, I have a whole bunch of articles. Some are kind of, not timely, and some are. But the one, uh, I know it's after Easter, but uh, someone sent this to me a little bit ago. And it was the Thursday before Easter. And this article comes from Austin, Texas, Fox 7, Austin. And a parent dressed as an Easter bunny. What <laughs> passed out plastic eggs. And the uh, principal, Tammy Thompson, said that uh, this parent had visited the campus in Northwest Austin in, on the afternoon of the Thursday before Easter during dismissal, dressed as an Easter bunny and handed out these plastic eggs. Some eggs contained candy, but some students were also given unopened condoms by the parent. Happy Easter. Gullet <laughs> parents were assured in the letter that, were, that this was not planned or sanctioned by the school. Um, Austin ISD says that the parent was asked to leave, but they went to the public sidewalk and continued to give away eggs, an act the district called an incredibly careless and inappropriate action. So the district said it's working with the Austin ISD Police Department on any repercussions for the parent. And the, the school sent a letter to the parents saying, this afternoon during dismissal, a gullet parent visited campus dressed as the Easter Bunny and handed out plastic eggs. 
Some of those eggs contained candy. Some students were also given unopened condoms. Please know that this was not a planned event nor sanctioned by the school. And we have spoken with the parent about the inappropriate nature of their activity. We value parent participation and always request that you work with campus staff to best support our students. Right. So I don't I, get it. I don't, I don't get it either what because he doesn't, he, he doesn't have the authority to me to try to influence someone else's child. Now, if he wants to give his own what he considers to be contraceptives, that's fine. But he's worse than the people who want to try to indoctrinate kids at an early age. He's just doing that in the opposite direction. He's doing that on his own. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of the teachers doing that, he's doing that. You know, so no matter what any comes from, it's still inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Yes. So here's an article from the Christian Headlines, and it says there's a new Chinese law that bans the word Christ on social media. Hmm. It says that because the word Christ incites, uh, causes incitement. Hmm. They, they ban Christ and other religious words from the social apps under a new policy that went into effect on March 1st. According to a new report, the policy also requires licensing and training to post Christian and religious content on the Internet. The Chinese Communist Party's new law dubbed the Measures for the Administration of Internet Religious Information Services, and it prohibits individuals and organizations from posting religious information on the Internet unless they have first obtained permission from the government. I don't know. It's just like... And I wonder if they do the same things for other uh, religious organizations. I I just wonder. You know, but that's what happens when you have the ungodly trying to control your life, trying to control what you hear, what you see, what you speak. Um, What you can do and what you can't do. Right, but, but they're ungodly. I mean, every nation has its own rules and laws and regulations so, I, guess, I guess what the Chinese government feel feels I'm guessing is that if you post any content with the word Christ or a certain religious word that incites the state I don't know it says that incites the state power using religion objecting why to the, wh- Chinese Communist Party leadership. Why the word Christ? Obstructing the socialism system, damaging national reunification, harming the unity of various ethnic groups and social stability. The why the word Christ? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, every, every nation has its, its rules. There's certain, certain things that, because we are funded on Christianity, to me, there should be some things that just should not be accepted. That's just that, though, to be in a place where you can't use the word Christ, but the Lord stands for love and tolerance, somehow they associate Christianity with imperialism and capitalism, and they, they don't associate it with salvation. And if they do, they reject the concept of God and salvation. You know, it's all about... Um, I don't know. 
truth, I think. It's just all about mm -hmm. truth. I mean, mm -hmm. then people would start to think for themselves and know the truth about what the Chinese government is doing and right. how they're keeping them under their thumb. And right, because they surely don't regard their lives, that's for sure. Now, I don't see how people can sleep, and, and not just the Chinese uh, government, the American government. Mm -hmm. I don't see how they can sleep at night knowing they have all that blood on their hand. Mm -hmm. You know, the, uh, uh, you look at Russia, uh, Ukraine, and, and then there's one thing that I thought was odd. I remember uh, Putin said, uh, when they were talking about these bodies, not all of them, but because the ones they were looking at, the people were, had their hands tied behind the back. So evidently, I don't think they could shoot themselves in the head, being hogtied. But some of the bodies, when they were going through, he said they did that themselves. Now, I thought that was an odd statement. But there's this guy, he, his girlfriend is Ukraine, and her relatives are flowing in. You know, It's like they don't know how to have room to contain them because they're, they're coming to America. They, I guess they got special visas or whatever. But they were telling them that when they put the lockdown on the males and they uh, men from 18 years old to whatever, they weren't allowed to leave the country. Mm -hmm. They were committing suicide. Oh. He said then a lot of them who, he said when we talk about no food, he said there's no food. And some of them rather than suffer, they committed suicide. So maybe that's what... Putin was talking about in that situation, but they uh, wouldn't... Or it could be that, you know, the government, or, you know, Ukraine didn't just give up. Mm -hmm. Give up and give in to Putin. I mean, right. it could be that, too. Right, but they were talking about how the, a lot of the people committed suicide. So, I, I was thinking, you know, they could very well be if, if a person sees the horrors of, of war, the, the torment, the torture, and, and they're not grounded in the Lord, you know, I mean, Putin, I think he's Orthodox, but Greek or something, I have no idea. But they, they're not grounded in, in, in Christ, a lot of them, so faced with the inevitable, they just take their own lives. Some of them, not all of them. Well, you know, Putin can't be too grounded in his religion. Oh, no. Right? That's what I'm saying. They're not. That's why they can do the things that they do. That's why they can. They have no conscience. That's why I'm thinking they can't. They, they can't sleep. You know, uh, you would think at night, but evidently they will sleep like a baby. <laughs> I can't picture it. I can't. I can't picture having all that innocent blood on on your hands, and you're responsible for all those souls, just like in China, just like in America, when Biden sanctioned the abortion. You know, late-term abortion. How can you sleep? The Lord said the, the blood of the innocent just cries out from the ground. I, I don't get it. You, know, you have all these world leaders, and they're, and they're all corrupt. Well, moving on. You know, remember Bill Maher? M-A-H-E-R. Yeah, the atheist. Uh-huh. How do you pronounce that name? Maher. Maher. Mm-hmm. He says that everyone in the Bible has slaves, and he asks, should we cancel God? You uh, know, he's got a... No, no, uh, we shouldn't cancel a, God. I've, we've said this many times. Of course they have slaves. God didn't sanction slaves. That's the sins of man. And, and that's how man is. They're carnal. Uh, like the Lord said, man-stealers. 
I mean, there is a, 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 a servitude, a type of system where people are in a, indeed slaves because they come under subjection, but that's because man has sinned. But the Lord never sanctioned uh, man stealing, uh, where you just rip a person from their family, but if you lose in war, then you are subject to the whims of the person who conquered you. And that still happens today. So when you have people who have been colonized, it's because they lost. And, and you know, he's, he's such a, an idiot. Yeah. Well, he's got an HBO special. And he's going, he's gone. You know, he just goes out there. And he stirs up all kinds of outrage. And I think because of the outrage, that's how he gets his ratings or whatever. But mm -hmm. the latest HBO special wades through the same polluted waters that he does that he used to do on his late night Friday show. Mm -hmm. Real time trash talking Democrats while also condemning Republicans, picking on chubby people, insisting masks are useless during a pandemic. Uh, and this should not come as a surprise to his loyal fans, finding a reason to not believe in God. You know, so he's always plants a seed in someone, because he's an atheist. Mm -hmm. He always tries to plant a seed in other people's lives. Mm -hmm. And um, he leaves us with a cornucopia of things to talk about. And then he says, but let's dive into religion, shall we? After urging the Democratic Party to stop being the party of no common sense, to start standing up to the people who wake up offended and live on Twitter, and end doing things and sounding like a headline in the onion, Maher charged into another one of his topics, cancel culture. And who better to point to than Abraham Lincoln and God? You know, this, I guess, came out during Easter weekend, this uh, HBO special. He brought up an issue that began in 2015 when black students at the University of Wisconsin-Madison called for the removal of President a statue of President Lincoln that sat near his law school. An idea ultimately rejected because the idea was too extreme. That blew over quickly, but in 2020, the Black Student Union and the U Student Inclusion Coalition supported the removal. Yeah, Lincoln said some racist thing, Mars said, adding that every white person in 1860, Columbus had slaves. So did everyone in 1492 who could afford it including people of color in other parts of the world. You know who else had slaves? Everyone in the Bible. Should we cancel God? I've tried. Not to everyone in the Bible. You know, I, evidently because he's an atheist. If you're, he if you're an atheist, read, you don't know. <laughs> right, yeah, he hasn't read a thing. Not, not everyone, but I mean, look, look at the United States. Do we have slaves? Sure. What are we doing? We go to countries like Africa and, and Mexico, and, we, and just because you don't put... A, a pretty word to it, you know, it's still slavery, you know? So he says, I've tried, really, he added. Both testaments have lots of rules and laws about slavery, and none of them are, don't do it. That never crossed their mind, don't do it. There's a, law, a lot of laws like, a man kills your slave, you may kill his slave, okay? It's not a defense of slavery. That's the law. That's not the Bible. That, it might be man-made law, but that's not scripture. That's ridiculous. But what they, what they say, recognizing how the world is, just like Paul, he recognized how the world is. So when 
uh, Philemon, when the slave had run away and his master had slaves, he told them, you can't treat him like a slave. You have to treat him like a brother in, in, in Christ, recognizing that he saved. But the system is still, still the system. So when you go to Africa and we have the United States investing because we have all our cell phones, we need all those precious minerals, they're sending nine, eight-year-old children out into the minefields to work like slaves, you know, and this, so, so no one says, hey, you know, the United States shouldn't be doing this. We just have to do it without our telephones and our smart TVs and our electric cars and our, a lot of our designer clothes right, and our smart homes. Yeah. And we just have to give up our computers. And, yeah, and then, actually, I was thinking this morning, boy, I'd like a smart home. You know, something that would turn the porch light on and and then close my uh, blinds and right. from, from you, wherever I am. You can do that. You, know? you, you can do that. Just hook up there and then somebody hack into your house. I say Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking this morning. Yeah, that would be that would be kind of nice, you know. Yeah, but but you know, it, we still have slavery today. And, and and I saw this documentary with the uh, Chinese workers. Oh my goodness! I just don't see how. And somebody in it's like in your own backyard, in your own country, somebody treats you like a dog, talk to you like a dog, and and yet. That's what they do because slavery still is alive and well in this 21st century. So there's no need in him talking as if it's something in the past. Well, I think not. he said uh, his, his special premiered on Good Friday. Mm-hmm. And I probably on purpose, you know, because it's yeah. to a lot of people that's a, a sacred day mm-hmm. in Christianity commemorating the crucifixion of Christ. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you can you can see it on HBO. It's streaming on HBO Max, but um, his point was to not look back in time and think would have you would have known things were wrong at a time when nobody else thought that. Like you were living 500 years ago, you'd be like, oh well, slavery's wrong, and gay and trans people should be represented in all of Shakespeare's plays. Shut up, you're not better. You just came later, he says. Yeah, but I mean, there were certain things that, there were certain rules to slavery. You know, the United States, to me, when they had slaves, they were really off the chain. They were just, they were really cruel and inhumane. And the Lord took note of people who were cruel and unusually cruel to their slaves because there were certain rules that, that you had to go by. There was a difference between slaves, people who were conquered in war, as opposed to uh, indentured servants, people who were paid for the services, but the, yet they were s- servants. So even the person who chose to stay with their master, you know, they were, if, if they had children, if they wanted to go out and leave the children that they had gotten while they were yet under their master's uh, rule, they could have left, but if they wanted to stay, then, I mean, he was, he was basically marked so that not only himself, but his children's children would remain part of the master's household, you know, for as long as that household existed. There were certain rules, you know. It wasn't just like something that was just arbitrary. What the United States was guilty of is what God condemned, and that's where Bill Moore is wrong. They were guilty of having slaves because of men stealers. See, the Bible talks about people who steal men and then put them into servitude. God never condoned that. 
But if you ended up in servitude because you lost the war that you were fighting, that oh. was different. Mm-hmm. Then you become colonized. You know? Then, then you, you become uh, service until you break the yoke off, uh, the Lord allows it to be broken off of you. But men stealers, that's what the United States is guilty of. The backbone of their workforce came from <laughs> forced labor. I want to bring up, you know, when uh, you talked about that uh, in, in the Bible where there were, you know, slaves as a result of war or whatever. So in the Bible it speaks about, I don't know, the year of Jubilee. Or, and I think it's, it talks about like after seven years, they freed slaves. They freed the slaves that were born to, of Jewish descent. But but there, there did come a time when even, I think it was like in the, not in the seventh year, but it might have been in the 50th year. See, I'm a little rusty on this. Then even the strangers uh, were, were free, even, even the people who were strangers. But it was a matter of routine that every... Every seven years. Right, that the children of Israel who were servants to their masters, who were uh, uh, their brethren... They had to be released, you know. And if they chose to stay, if they chose to stay. You know, this brings up a, a topic I probably want to talk about another day after I do some research about it because I, I'm wondering how, you know, we're slaves to different things mm-hmm. in this world. You know, we're slaves to... Be slaves to sin. Slaves to sin, slaves to debt, slaves mm-hmm. to... Um, I don't know, there's all kinds of... Little, well, and I'm just wondering how the Lord looks at that, you know, like after seven years. Well, no, I don't think we, be, we are overcome because we, that, he tells us, we don't be overcome. We be overcomers. We don't let something overcome us. We have to overcome it. And so I don't think, as saints, we become slaves to anything except for God. Like, like, like we give our bodies to the Lord to be burned. We become a living sacrifice unto God, even unto death. But we don't give that honor to anybody or anything but God. We don't give place, that type of recognition to... I don't know what you mean by recognition. By by becoming slaves, by submitting, letting something overtake you to the point where you submit to it. Where you can't help but submit. As if it has control over you, that's what a slave is. You no longer have control over yourself. Whatever it is, it has control over you. Yeah, I heard this one Christian rapper. He said, um, I'm yet still a slave, but I serve the right master. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, we'll do some research on that and maybe talk about it another day. Mm-hmm. Um, I have this article from Christian Headlines, and it's talking about um, the Joshua Fund is a nonprofit educational humanitarian relief organization and um, they were commissioned an exclusive national poll that was conducted between March 17 and the 22nd. And it was talking about um, Americans and what they believe. Do they believe that the COVID-19 pandemic, Russia's invasion of Ukraine are fulfilling Biblical end-time prophecies. Well, it's not just Russia's invasion of Ukraine that's fulfilling 
prophecies. The United States is so is so negligent in giving us a full spectrum of what's happening around the world. People have to really research it themselves. It's not just Russia. It's, you know, we have Afghanistan, we have Saudi Arabia, we have Turkey. You know, we have... We have wars within our own country. Right. And the communities. And wars, and we have China, North Korea, uh, you know. Well, the colleagues at the Joshua Fund uh, believe that it's premature to draw such a conclusion because um, it says Ezekiel 38 and 39 do not describe a Russian invasion of Ukraine. Um, Ezekiel described a military alliance led by Russia and Iran against prophetically reborn state of Israel in the last days. This war has never happened in human history and the prophecy has yet to pass. I think they don't really know exactly all that the prophecies entail until the Lord reveals it. Just like there was one person uh, who I saw this individual on television, he had the nerve to say that the United States is nowhere in the prophecy. I said, how in the world can the United States, who's one of, who right now currently, not that it will be, but currently is the most powerful nation in the world, not be in prophecy. I said, that's just ridiculous. Now, to me, if you don't know, if God hasn't revealed anything, I tell you, you shouldn't say anything. You should just keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, then there, and then, and well, a lot of people do feel like the pandemic, that COVID-19 pandemic. Well, they felt that way about AIDS. Has a hand, is from... You know, from God. God. They felt that about AIDS, too. They, you know, they felt, and, and, and I believe a lot of it is. I believe that when things happen, they have to be I don't know if it's a sign of the end times. Uh-huh. It's part of the end times where, where the Lord's talking about how man goes in their own way and how uh, the love of many is going to wax cold. I mean, it's, to me, all that. It's like the beginning of sorrow. Like this right. is just. Well, we we passed the beginning. So uh, we sort of like in the middle. Oh, in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Headed towards the final stretch. <laughs> and just and the Lord talked about the saints that have gone on before, and how the Lord has spared them. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. when we're sad about our loved ones going on, but God said He spares them. Now it's not the same for the sinner, but for the saints, the Lord. You know, with those who are able to stand, we, we remain, not that the others couldn't, but for whatever reason, the Lord says he gives them a rest. He takes mm-hmm. them off the scene so that they can just rest until indignation be passed. Well, that pretty much wraps up the program for this week. Yes, praise the Lord and let everything that has breath praise the Lord. This week's verse of the day comes from 1 Peter chapter 3 and 12. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto, unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. Now, ain't God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's Food for Thought was, when things come out of your mouth, where do they come from? And the answer is the heart. And that answer can be found in Matthew chapter 15 verses 18 through 20, which reads, But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceedeth evil thoughts, murders, 
adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies, these are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hand defileth not a man. This week's food for thought is, what did the Lord hang on the earth? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.